0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another exciting episode of what you know what it is, the Iconist podcast. Yes. And as always, I'm one of your hosts, Barry 3D Carter, always here to talk comic books and everything related. You want to see when we'll be at check the link down below and see me at barry3d.com to find out when I'm performing live. Just did a live show a little while ago with a uh, touch of gray matter. Um, you know, those are my boys. That's Zalf Ali, Dave Sokolowski. We have more coming up and. Uh, also did one just recently with, uh, Brandy Ford, who does The Writer and The Wit. She has her magazine out. Keep an eye out for it. See the link down below. Can't go wrong. And always on my side, the one and only, the man, the myth, the legend, my friend, my cousin, my, my partner in crime, Ride and Die. Well, I'm
1: not he's going to die for me, but we all know who I'm talking about. The one and only. Who? Rod C. Good day. Good afternoon. Good after morning, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Iconist The is. We will get there, as always. We will get there, as always. Oh yeah, we will. We will.
0: Um, you know, so you know, we got to do the round table so quick. Or you've got to support the books because without the books we wouldn't have this show, we wouldn't have all the movies, we wouldn't have all the things we talk about. So check it out. Go over to Check Swings out in uh Kitchener, Ontario. Tell Wes and the rest of the guys we said hi. And if you're not sure, if you live someplace else, let's say in Montreal, then make the drive over to the South Shore, check out Check Swings, tell Trevor and the rest of the guys that we said hi. You never know. And we are coming up on to our hundredth episode. So we're, we're gonna film that live from Woo! the Warehouse of Wonder out in Kitchener with Wes and the boys. You'll see us all there on the next one. So stay tuned. Uh, for everyone that stayed tuned with the show so far, thank you. We're, we're, we're coming up to our 100th episode. This is episode number 99, 100th around the corner. Uh Gonna do it without the fans listening in. Thank you for everyone to jumping in and checking out the podcast. Please like, subscribe, and share, rate, and review. For those who check out our podcast on YouTube, we have the community tab. We have polls up there. We have some posts up there. Please, interact. Don't don't be shy. We, we won't bite. Come on in. Come on in. Um, come on
1: in. Unless you say that Superman is the best Avenger.
0: Still come on in.
1: Out. No, no, no. Still come on in. We'll have a discussion. Oh, we will we'll have just, a discussion. Oh, we'll just have a nice discussion and explain Superman is not an Avenger. And we'll for that, that. Right. Right. Okay. Right on. Cool. Save a life. Save a little soul, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, as always,
0: the man that makes us look so pretty, the man that does all the templates. If you want to do something similar to like what we're doing, or if you have a business and you want to promote it, no matter where you are, be it Canada, USA, or all our listeners that are around the world, because we do have some. They're just awesome. So, shout out to all you guys who listen and download the show. You can have the same thing do and do also. And if you mention, you hear about this individual on our podcast. He will give you a discount. Rod, who am I talking about? Jay Bird Digital Arts. Art, 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 art. Jay Bird Digital Arts. You check out Jason. You tell him, it's like, hey, I heard about you on the Iconist podcast. He's like, hey, what do you need done? By the way, I'll give you a discount. That's that's Woo! our guy on there. you know. And and Jason, all the times, thank you for the, all the love you've given this show each and every episode. He always makes a comment down there. He, he So follow Jason's suit. Add a comment. You know, Jason's always got something nice to say. So, Jay, for you, thank you, sir.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Now, brings us down to the character we're talking about today. You see the name, you're not, not sure who it is, and we like to bring you these hidden gems. We are talking about cardiac. Clear. <laughs> By Marvel Comics. Now, right, did someone have a heart attack? Don't know. No. Clear! No, not yet. <laughs> Too early. Too early. Make sure you're oh. not no jewelry on when he says
1: clear. Clear
0: what? Sorry. My <laughs> bad. You know, I'm seeing I'm seeing stars, man. That's Ooh. right. We're talking about cardiac and now. Cardiac. Interesting. Might be known, might be unknown. I like the character. <laughs> he's he he was he, he's more new. Right. And when I say new, he's not been existing for like 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Um, well, maybe 20. Let's, let's take a peek here. So cardiac made his first appearance, right? So cardiac is, comes off as a villain, sometimes anti-hero, and that's it. It's not cardiac arrest. <laughs> you know, it, it, his name's cardiac, p- plain and simple. Mm-hmm. And his first appearance as prior to cardiac as, uh, Elias with, uh, with him, with was in Amazing Spider-Man issue number three four two. So it's Amazing Spider-Man issue number three hundred and forty-two on December of nineteen ninety. Ooh, okay, he's older than I thought. All right, Elias. Right? But then he made his appearance as Cardiac two issues later in the Amazing Spider-Man issue number three hundred and forty-three in February of nineteen ninety-one. So, before it was just him as a man. But then in the suit, mm-hmm. yes, yes. And do I still have that picture? Oh, that picture's packed away. I had a picture, usually I like to keep on the wall, of Cardiac because it was sick. Uh, so Cardiac was created by, little well, Cardiac and Elias, they are both created by, you know, the same person, mm-hmm. by uh David Michelini, David Michelini, and Eric Larson. And you think, Eric Larson? Yes. Eric the Savage Dragon Larson. That Eric Larson he sounded
1: familiar i'm just gonna say eric
0: larson makes these characters and i love his art style Mm -hmm. and he's great at coming up with all these characters he does it for savage dragon but prior to that he was he was doing some work for all the you know the main uh houses so to speak and this one is who he made so he came up with cardiac and we wanted to talk about him because one i let cardiac look you know um cardiac has like a a black costume with the cardiac signs on it, the, you know, the signs beep, 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 you know, from the life machine on their costume, he's got padded, uh, shoulder pads, he's got a clear yeah, hit it, hit it Rod! Clear! <laughs> <laughs> I love this. It's gonna be a theme for the episode. You know, he has got a mask on there, and then he's got like white gloves, white boots. Of course, it's back in the '90s, so every hero and villain had like pockets. He had pockets on his boots. He had pockets around his thighs. He had, you know, instead of the you know pockets on the forearms, on the end of his gloves, he, he had pockets everywhere. And then he's got mm-hmm. a battle staff, right? And his hands glow with like electricity, and you know, but which is part of his power. So. First of all, this this guy is, um, you know, Elias is a physician and a surgeon, and he owns his own, and he's the owner of administration. He's the owner and administrator of a biological research firm. So he's got buku bucks. What? Just a lot. Just a lot. Just Just a lot. Just a a lot lot of money. For and he's a brother. One nation under a groove. (laughs) Just for the sound of the funk of it.
1: Thank you. (laughs)
0: so this is how he started off and now what's the driving force behind Elias? and why did he become a doctor why did he become a surgeon why did he turn around and and go from this so he came from like you know normal means He, he wasn't born rich but elias's brother joshua uh his death was you know his death was a result of corporate greed so his brother was sick the you know he had um the corporate there was a corporation that had a condition for you know the cure for his condition, mm-hmm. but they didn't want to put it out there because it wasn't profitable. Yeah, they wanted money, so th- as a pharmaceutical company made the the cure, didn't want to put it out there. Right. His brother ended up passing away just because of greed. This here was his motivation and pissed off lies. That's his origin right there. He lost his brother Joshua, and everything he does in the back of his mind, it's always got something along those lines of correcting wrongs, avenging his brother and trying to honor his brother. Um, so this is why he really said, okay, I'm never going to be in a position like that. I want to change. And he hit the books, study, 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 you know, and did the best he can got the grants, but that was his driving force right. to get him where he wanted to get. And that's for Elias, the man, um, you know, and he said he's never going to have anything like that happen again. Um, so he himself, um, you know, as part of his research, he turned around and he replaced his own heart because he was having heart issues and he replaced his own heart with a, uh, a prototype, this beta particle, uh, beta, uh, particle reactor, you know, and it gives power to his body. Now he underneath his skin, he's lined his skin with vibranium kind of mesh mm-hmm. and the and the, his heart that beta energy powers it so it gives him a lot of you know literally powers it increases its strength its his durability his speed reflexes so he's pretty much stronger and faster
1: he turned himself into like the black version of the bionic man beta power nice nice one of his fusing on no, you know what? I'll stop right there before I start making it sound like and just like fuse reactor. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Sorry. you know, it's all good. It's all good. And then he
0: calls himself cardiac because of references his power, because his power is coming from his heart. Uh, very similar to Iron Man. There you go. Right? Particle reactor in his heart. Keeps him going. We've seen the movies, you read the comic books, you know, generally that's what it is. And because of what he does, this is Elias. He does know, he, so he has the money to buy vibranium, which is very, um, costly. Mm. So he's got money for that. As we like to say, Bruce Wayne's bank account. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got that kind of, he's got that kind of clout. He does run into circles of Tony Stark, Hank Pym. He, what? he, you know, when they go to the social gatherings, Elias is there. He, he goes to all these fundraisers because he's the owner of a corporation. He's got his own thing. It's just where Tony's more weapons, he's more m- medical, pharmaceuticals. Medical. Yeah. yeah. All right. So this is where he, he comes uh, and he gets all that. So when that particle accelerator starts, it, you know, when you see that blue energy around his fist, that's coming from his heart. That's what gives him almost his own version of an iron fist. Beta fist. I, I, I think the guy is, like, awesome. And now, when he's around, I would say he's an antihero, right? Not full of a villain. At first, you might see him as a villain. He goes after other corporations. He's got a Robin Hood mentality. Those corporations that are either corrupt or withholding medications from the general public that would make their lives better. And he goes after them as cardiac to bring them down, bring things to light.
1: But of course his methods are very punisherish. Sinister right, yeah. Punisher sinister type of uh, type of actions to at least get the end result. In his mind he's basically saying the ends the means justifies the ends. Yes. So whatever whatever means it needs for him to acquire that task to finish the job, he'll do it. I may I may hit a couple of jaws in the process. Eh I may have to take over a couple of banks. You know, on a bags. But you know, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna do something a little sinister. It's for good of the people.
0: Wow. Uh, you know, and I mean and that's what he goes, with, and that's what he goes after. So he, he you know, for example, he goes after Stain International uh mm-hmm. to destroy, destroy designs for a sonic missile that produces the effects of nerve gas. He goes after that because he doesn't want that to get out there. But but anyone in his way though mm-mm. And then on top of it, too, so once again, he said he has the energy that comes from his fist, he has his, his beta staff, so it's it like really it's like a quarter staff. And yep. it shoots out energy, you know, and these energy beams that look like cardiac signs. And it, he's able to ride that energy. He's able to propel himself through the air with this. Like I said, the, the character was, like, awesome for so many reasons. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, and of course, his first outing, because he was in Spider-Man, guess who he's fighting? He's fighting Spider-Man. And when he fights Spider-Man... He gets away. <laughs> Spider Man is never really able to capture him. You know, I mean, yeah, so, so, sorry, Spider Man. The newbie got you. you know, as I said, he encounters Spider Man while raiding uh, Spardine chemicals, right? And a couple, the chemical company is owned by Justin Hammer, which we know Justin Hammer, Hammerhead, you know, is, is a mob boss within the Marvel Universe and deals, not Hammerhead, but yeah, no. Justin Hammer. And Hammer hits someone there. So Justin Hammer and he turns around and he fights Spider-Man quite a lot. Just up there with Kingpin and the rest of them. And he goes after this corporation you know um, and this, uh, which possesses chemicals vital for the production of cocaine. So pretty much he's trying to stop Justin Hammer in his legit business to take okay. away these chemicals that produce cocaine that's getting to the street. Now he's not gonna go about it like the hero and try to get evidence. He just going to go in there, blow stuff up, say, okay, I'm good, and walk away. Now, when Spider Man sees him, Spider Man just sees him trying to break into the there building and they end up fighting. Spider Man's not realizing, okay, he's not trying to just blow up a building to say, ha, one billion dollars. He's blowing up the building to say, yeah, stop the flow of cocaine on the streets. Right. Drugs are bad. <laughs> Getting in card- yeah.
1: cardiac way is even worse. There you go. I mean, you're you're right. Like for him to to make the approach, he knows by his particular means. Again, he's a surgeon, so he understands the, the 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 political, not the political, but at least the public sector and the, the corporate ways of approaching and doing certain things. Yeah, I don't think Elias understood, and Elias was thinking like, you know what? I'll just book an appointment. I'll just reach out to your secretary and just you know set up a meeting. Uh, Friday at two thirty. Come by your you know I'll come by your office, and we'll have the discussion and say, Justin, I think you should stop this. He knows it's not going to happen. He has to go by another means. Cardiac! Clear! <laughs> and just shock him to death and say, listen, you got to stop what you're doing. You're not going to listen? <laughs> I'll do it the punch your way.
0: <laughs> well, that's it. He doesn't have the patience for it. He, he's just set oh, up. Because keep in mind now, right? It was a corporation that was the responsible, in his mind, responsible for the death of his brother. So when he goes over there and he blows up that building and destroys that chemicals, that doing that, Spider Man can't stop him. Justin yeah. Hammer turns around and is like, aha! I have resources. Okay, it's time for the the big boys play. It's like WCW. And Justin turns around, and he pulls a Ted Turner, and he brings in someone who would be an outsider, which is Rhino.
1: (laughs) Oh!
0: (laughs) (laughs) And brings in Rhino to go and stop Cardiac. So Cardiac gets into, it's a three-way fight between Spider-Man, Rhino, and Cardiac. Mm -hmm. Cardiac holds his own. Yep. Okay. Keep in mind now this is Spider-Man with are you, dealing with and Rhino. You know, which was nice because I haven't seen Rhino show up in the storyline in a while. Mm-hmm. And that's a subject for a different day where they gotta bring back some of the classic heroes and just let them I'm sorry, the classic villains and let them add it again instead of always trying up with the new ones. The classic ones have a lot still of meat. There's still a lot of meat left on the bone. Mm-hmm. And he gets into a whole fight with that. Right, this is Cardiac's motivation is to make things better, but he goes about it more of a Punisher kind of way, as opposed to a Spider-Man kind of way. Right. You know, there was another company that made these these dolls for kids, but it, you know it, they were defective and they were causing kids to die because it was emitting, um,
1: um you the, know, what well, it? the gases? Not the gases, but chemical off the plastic, or... chemicals. Chemicals often, you know, yeah. Well, you're you're saying that, right? It's like picture years ago for
0: those who might've been aware, um, there was a, there's a thing that happened where a lot of toys that were coming out, they had lead paint on it and they had to recall those toys because people weren't realizing they were, you know, the company was using lead paint, which was dangerous for kids because as a young child, as a toddler, a lot of times kids would play with stuff. They put their fingers in their mouth. They might put the toy in their mouth and it's lead paint. That ain't good for anybody. If Cardiac existed today, he would have gone after that company, and he wouldn't have said, hey, cease and desist. He would have said mm-hmm. he would have been walking away, and people were like, this building's on fire. What's going on? And you would have seen Cardiac going away saying, don't make any more. And he just would have walked off. He would have walked right by the camera saying, all right, come at me, bro. <laughs> don't use lead paint. And he would have walked away. It's like the G.I. Joe message, you know, you know the uh, noise after battle. It's a public service announcement. That's exactly what we'll That's be doing. That's it. Public got, service got announcement. Role? This is Cardiac. I burnt down the building. You're using lead paint. Don't do it again. I'll be back. See you later. And he would leave. I'll- yeah, Clear. and spider-man would like and spider-man would show up was like you can't burn down buildings He'd be like come at me bro and they would fight have their fisticuffs and spider-man would be like where'd he go i gotta save these people oh no yeah spider-man save those people i know you're gonna save them instead of stopping me come on that's the smart thing to do right spider-man spider-man don't you want to help them don't you want to help them isn't that your code i know you're gonna help them spider-man by the way i'm leaving so you can help those people all right we'll talk another time i think there's a company over there that's using um you know uh a certain type of paint on on toys that shouldn't be used you save those people, I'm gonna go and burn down that building too. Use <laughs> <was> this. What? <laughs> yeah. That's his thing because he doesn't want any child to suffer. He doesn't want any person to suffer. It's not even just children, it's just anyone to suffer. If a mm-hmm. company is making shortcuts and doing certain things, he's not gonna try to use his money or influence to buy the company and then get him to stop. He's just going to stop the company and those associated with it. Yep. And a lot of the times when you look at the people associated with it, you're looking at, uh, you know, uh uh Stain, like Stain International's, right? That's Iron Man villain right there. You're looking at Justin Hammer. They're not nice people. So clearly everyone knows who's doing wrong, even if you prove it or not. He's not looking for proof. He's like, I know you I know you're a criminal. I know you're a gangster. All right. I'm gonna hit you where it hurts. I don't care if you have a legitimate business as a front. Here we go. I'm taking it down. I like I, so there's a lot to unpack there from yep. this this character. And the fact that he's taken on Spider-Man, Rhino, um, and, and others, you know, he, he dealt with Wolverine. So he's always shown up in stories as a villain. But then you realize, well, okay, he's bad. But he's not, per se, your typical villain trying to take over the world. He's, right. he, he's just using the means to make things better. And then he has his own company on top of that. And even some of his technology, when you talk about it, he didn't develop all this on his own. Some of this technology, especially for his beta particle heart, he got that from Tony Stark. So he got, like, Tony's plans. He's got, like, Stark technology that he himself has modified to fit his own uses. So one, I think he could have been in... You know when they did iron Man armor wars, he should have been more of a part of it than that he didn't have armor per se, but he had stark technology that he's modified yeah that's that's uh, that's 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 my take on it um so with that everything he's done, what we're missing here in my thing is he should have had at least a mini series. Hmm. I think that he should have had a mini series. I don't. I, I don't. A, an ongoing series. I don't know if it would have enough meat on the bones, or writers would know how to write him. They would change him too much. Uh I would love to see a series, but right. Give me a couple of mini series. What, what's your thoughts,
1: Rod? Yeah. So here, here's the thing, With cardiac. Um, the I got to go back to Elias. With Elias. Yeah. These, this character is is so underdeveloped or under under uh expanded on mm-hmm. is it is, is really it varies in a couple of things like saying he's at the level of tony stark he he has his own company he's an inventor so you, it's not like you can get the plans the tony Stark's plans and then okay what i do with this stuff i i i have no clue what what to do with it He's, he's an he's, he, made, he was, he is um, a research doctor in that sense, but yes. he has the capacity to be an inventor. Cause again, he created the particle, uh, beta for his heart. He created the quarter staff. Uh, there's a, there's a the following episode in, uh, 430, sorry, 345 where he's now fighting Boomerang. And basically there's an episode, there's a, a, a feature where he's on a boat with Spider-Man. It, trying to stop him from doing something Boomerang was there and basically my guy decided to take his quarterstaff and extend it out and it's basically like a flying, basically it's like a drone imagine like a retract, think like a bat wing. like if Batman right. has a crazy idea of just saying I'm just flying out solo basically like a, 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 a hover type of um, air drone type would basically grapple onto his, his uh, quarterstaff and fly him off so how would you come up with that kind of idea you have to be an inventor you have to be someone who has the ability to you know to have those type of resources he has the money he clearly understands. he has the money he has the resources he's able to create something he's he's bent on writing the wrong his methods again may not be the actual straight and narrow but from his standpoint he Mm -hmm. feels the best thing for me to do is to hurt him hurt them where it'll hurt Hurt them in their pockets type of scenario. you understand at least the corporate aspect of the business aspect, like if I stop their corporate their organization and their production, they're gonna go to a standstill. What's better way? Let me take up the let me take out the resources and stop them. Don't give them a chance to regroup along that line. So I go with you in the sense of having some type of mini series or something like that and expand on the not only the storyline. What's the motivation? We understand because of his brother's passing, that was his motivation to basically turn him into, you would think and look like it's the, the villain origin story. It's more of the, as Barry says, it's more of the anti-hero origin story. And we have the ability now to kind of like dig deeper into that and just see the similarities and see how, you know, give him the ability to have that duality lifestyle in the sense of looking at things from a not say a criminal's viewpoint but show that his me his the results that he wants sorry the end basically goes back to say and justifies the means from yeah. his viewpoint that's really what it comes down to it yeah so it's the characters we don't have you don't have that that often you can tell when a person is literally you know if a villain is a villain Mm-hmm. yeah everybody has their point of view the end justifies the means, but you know that they're doing that as i'm being a villain i'm getting my quarter am i getting my quarterly uh my quarterly uh quote for the month yeah it's, it's, it's all selfish It's self. it's selfish motivation completely completely so um, and with him he's I, not I, and it's not and that's exactly it so this is where you're right like he his character doesn't make enough appearances to give the reader a full understanding of his story, so give an opportunity that we can have like a type of miniseries and just you know kind of dive into his storyline and and then basically give his give his characters some uh, a deeper and wider arc. I really feel that people will gravitate to him and understand that say like, oh okay he has a great power he has a great you know a, a great mindset and realizing that he's he's at that he's at that threshold. And maybe someone can write him in to say, like, maybe later on in life, I, I can't remember. i have to look back and see if you really became good, good. You know what right. I mean? Right. To my yeah. knowledge, you're still an hero
0: Yeah, he still, to a certain degree. I mean, at one point, he teams up with the superior Spider-Man. He fights him. You know, so him and Spider-Man have this kind of, let's say, love-hate relationship. So here's what I want to think. The reason I'm mentioning this character is because, I mean, one, I think the look was cool. Eric Larson is able to come up with these character designs that Mm -hmm. look so good. So I I tried to look and find more about the creation of him, and I couldn't find much about the motivation behind it. But Eric Larson has got, like, he's a plethora of characters that he can just put out real quick. Mm -hmm. I like everything about it where I think would be interesting and to get more from this character would be his mind frame, because all we know is his brother died young corporation had the the cure. They didn't want to do it because it wasn't profitable. Okay. We that's, that's on the surface. Truly. Mm -hmm. How did it affect him? What was the relationship between him and his brother? What was it like growing up? Give me more of that to add into this character. Give me maybe some of the struggles where it started defining his personality because not that your brother dies and you're like, I'm bringing down every corporation. It's like your brother dies, but then there had been other things along the way. That was the catalyst that said, I need to make the world a better place. Right. And you start from there. Okay. But at one point, you make a decision to make yourself a cyborg. What yeah. led to that decision to end those memes? Did he try to do, be cardiac prior having superpowers? Don't know. They, they just said he got, you know, the, the beta particle uh, reactor in his heart. He replaced his heart. Why did he replace his heart? Did he have heart disease, right? How was the operation done? Because, once again, did he, did he design machines to take out his heart and put this machine in there? And, and, and really, I want to know more about the process of him becoming cardiac. It, we just got cardiac, backstory, away you go. But to put vibranium in under your skin.
1: Yeah. Okay. What's how would the you process? know? Right. How would you know? How would you know? Like, exactly. Showing, showing certain things. What gave me the idea to believe that using uh, a vibranium type of body mesh underneath the skin, you know, how would that, you know, that weaving mesh, how would that work out? Like what, what motivated him to create that idea? You actually yeah. said a good part in regards to about the heart. Cause let's even say, what if, his younger brother, like they both, maybe they both had the had the um, the heart, heart disease, heart. In the exactly. right in family right, runs in the family, the brother, the younger brother it may affect him earlier, and it might affect him quicker, but he knew, hey, I'm going to have something similar like this, maybe something with the heart that's what was also his other motivation to create right. the beta particle heart so basically said, okay, I can get past that, I wish, again, this could be one of those things, like all I needed time to create it like it was probably still like in beta form. So it was it a was beta particle, but in a sense, like it was still in, in the early early stages. That like he couldn't risk it to give it to his brother. He needed the cure from the corporation to at least sustain his brother, if not cure, but at least sustain him mm-hmm. enough time for me to make sure I have that 110 percent that that thing is going to work. By the time he probably had it 95 percent, unfortunately, his pro- brother passed away, and that just actually the extra fuel that made him finish it, complete it, but it hurt him that. All I needed, it's not like I don't have money. I could afford to get the cure, like not say I could afford, yes. but you know, it was really high. But he like, made it's like, like they didn't want to release that. Like if they released it at a certain a certain amount, I'm sure I would have been able to afford a cure for my brother. They didn't release it because it wasn't profitable for the company. Yeah, exactly. So it just shows that again, that could be another, another viewpoint of the motivation that Elias had to, to go through that. I was right there. The, 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 the end result was right there. I could have replaced my brother's heart with this, with his beta particle heart, but he passed away. But if I had that, I could have hold on for another two months. And that's the, that's the remaining time I needed to get everything taken care of. Exactly. You and then, you
0: know, and what relationship did it, him and his brother have? Obviously, he loves his brother, right? Yes. And you, and I'm not knocking that relationship. But I mean, when I say what relationship had, were they, you know, were they best friends? Did he go out? You know, did he just look at them as an idol? Um, mm. Was his brother into sports? Was he into sports? Uh, you know, did he have heart problems? As you said, did it run into family? So was this part of his motivation for him to become a surgeon, uh, a physician? Because that would be it, right? To to that point, I can understand. But then something else had to happen along the way for him to turn around and say, I need to bring these companies down. How am I going to do it? Like, you know, Batman sat there in his living room saying, I need to scare criminals and a bat comes crashing through the window in one of his origin stories, depending which one you Mm -hmm. go with. And he's like, aha, I'll dress as a bat, right? It wasn't like a heart came flying through the window and went, aha, I'm going to turn around and replace my heart. (laughs) Okay. It's exactly what it is. So what was it that made him I understand what made him, what the motivation was that made him a surgeon and a physician. Right. What was the motivation that made him say, I need to replace my heart, but up the ante on it, you know, Mm -hmm. to give me more power than to take that to be a costume vigilante? What was it? Did did he have some run-ins with maybe some of the senior side of hospital care with Mm -hmm. Justin Hammer? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Obadiah Stane and, and seeing what they were doing and turned around and say, no, you yeah. know, and of course it would make sense, right? Cause Justin Hammer was, I mean, he's, he's got super villains on a Rolodex. Come on, he called oh. it the Rhino. You know, right. Obadiah Stane, come on. He dealt with Iron Man many times and you know, how you want to look at it. So did he say I need to be something better than that? Because not everyone's going to turn around and say, I have that thought of, Oh, I need to bring down a company. I'm going to be a, a costume vigilante. Okay. You can be. And you didn't need to have make yourself a cyborg because I mean, look, look at uh as I said, we keep referencing him, Pun- Punisher.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He has no superpowers. Well, I mean, retcon now, but he had no superpowers. He's just a normal guy with proper training. And right. what you know, I mean, if you look at like Batman, Batman is just a regular guy with training and and gadgets. He's almost that sense of a Batman per se, where he's got the money, he's got the gadgets, and what's in all those pockets? I need to know. That's something you never get an answer for in the nineties. What is in all those
1: pockets? Listen, I agree with you in regards of the costume. I, I am just like you in that sense. I want to see that costume in real life. I want to see that costume in real life. The original costume.
0: That's what I want with all the pockets.
1: All the pockets because you got to look at it in the standpoint. When you see it, like again, like Barry said, basically his whole, his whole um, outfit is basically is very dark. He has like white shoulder pads in that sense, a white chest, like a across his chest and his knee pads yeah. and, and his shoes and everything. Like it's all white. Basically, think of like Deadpool in the sense about the amount of pockets that he has, at least like Deadpool has on his legs and wraps around his thighs like that. But he has the flexibility. Again, we go back to his, his, his power by having the, 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 the beta p- particle reactor. Mesh through the, the weaving through the, 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 the vibrating mesh underneath his skin, which yeah. gives him quick agility, speed and everything like that. Listen, those things are heavy. We saw Batman. We saw how much that was, uh, to, to, for even just to do his, you know, his tactical type of action. But he doesn't have the flexibility like Cardiac has. I'll even say this way. Look at cable. Look at the yes. pockets that cable has. Look at the pockets that cable has. You think cable could be could be bouncing around and jumping around like basically like Spider Man? Look, Spider Man got no pockets, no pockets. I'm sometimes I wonder sometimes where he keeps his phone, where he keeps where he where he keeps his his at least his ten dollar bills when he wants to get a little snack and he has to go down to down to the convenience store to get a little get a little sign, Go to Subway. Man got no pockets,
0: no pockets. Cardio uh, got pockets, right? Okay, so that, he, that was the nineties thing. Up. That was the nineties. So I mean, if you come back. I want the original costume. I want the Eric Larson I don't costume. I don't want the updated yeah. one. I want the Eric Larson costume with all the pockets. That being said, I want to see the pockets being used. I want for once, be it a hero or a villain that has that many pockets to have something in there. So here's how I see it in my mind. In my mind, oh, um, I, I, I expect him to have like a lot of gadgets. Mm-hmm. right so, you know he's got the the, you know, the abilities, he's got the strength and all that stuff but i want to see him with a lot of gadgets maybe a gadget in one of the pockets to disable electronic alarms and maybe uh, a glass cutter to get through certain windows and you know i don't know if he's got a credit card in there to cover certain costs or whatever i want a, a cell phone i want to see a lot of gadgets that he keeps in these pockets for a different situations. if you draw with all those pockets i want to see him used and that's mm. that's where it comes down to. And I think that would add more to it. I, I want to see, I really believe he, as, even though he's a surgeon and a doctor, he's a, a, a tinkerer. He's a, he's a gadget person. Yes. He had to be a gadget person for everything he's done. When you that's see his penthouse office where it has all the machinery that's hidden away, like you know, in the desk and in the walls and all that, that's where I, you know, it's up there with a lot of the other villains and heroes we've seen over the
1: years. He use some of it. I want to see more use of it. And, and and it's funny that, that you say that, right, because, again, not even the, the rehash, it, he's a surgeon. And uh-huh. that's why earlier you heard me talking, and I'm not trying to say that he's an inventor, but he but his whole lair was was surrounded with so many um, tech that you yeah. have no choice. But to think, like, although we have, they have him written down as a surgeon and he's just a very, you know, busy-minded, like I said, you understand the corporate world and stuff along that line. But the amount of tech this guy has that no one really is supposed to know type of scenarios, like he you know goes into a particular sliding room, hidden room. Oh, what's behind that wall? Oh, there's nothing behind that wall. Then you open it up and uh, metal gadgets. Yeah. Okay. So you're telling me this guy's not an inventor? Come on, come on, son. (laughs) Come on, son. Come on, on, son. son. Exactly
0: he has to be he has to be so there is a couple of things of one you know we know where his family motivation was and what it came down to two what's his personal relationships as he maybe is he seeing someone dating somebody three the main point is who else knows that he he is or could be cardiac because as if you're replacing your heart heart surgery you have to have someone either you make a robot that can do it for you and do a whole tony stark (laughs) iron man kind of scenario or, somebody which, cool, so the gadgets, or someone had to do it for you and monitor and help you out when you're doing all that, when you're putting a vibranium mesh underneath your skin. They had to be on board. Just like Punisher had microchip, you know, who, who's there? Who's mm-hmm. there for him? Just like Batman has, I think his name's Harvey or Harold. Harold. Who oh, helps yeah. maintain yeah. stuff in the Batcave. He's a hunchback, but he's a genius. He maintains the Batmobile and all the gadgets within the Batcave. You don't see him too often. He always pops once in a while. You know, the hardcore fans will know what I'm talking about. So mm-hmm. then who's the one helping him uh, assist in all this? Is it a cool. family member? Is it a friend? Is it, you know, someone behind the scenes? Yeah. Let's let's get to more going on with Cardiac with that one. So that's where it's at. I think that those are questions I would love to see answered. Mm-hmm. Clearly, you start to give him a rogues gallery. So any businessman who is a villain is someone he would chase down. So his rogues gallery is almost somewhat similar to who Spider-Man's rogue gallery would be. And it right. went even crisscross to some of Punisher's rogue gallery. But mm-hmm. let's put this way. You know, you got uh, Obadiah Stane, Okay. That's one there. Uh, Justin Hammer. Okay. That's another one there. There's a guy called a broker who goes and gets all the super villains, right. you know, mercenaries for these guys as bodyguards and work. All right. He could be a secondary person, but a, you know, uh, I think it would be awesome to see, in my opinion, cardiac take out take on Roxanne oil so Roxanne is a company within marvel and they have their hands in everything and if you read deep enough you would realize they were also part of um alpha flight trying to get some of that you know um stuff um you know uh, technology and so forth you would realize that when we talked about deathstroke determined uh deathstroke the demolisher right in one of the runs, you know, in volume three, where he comes back and he's more of a pacifist, but he gets into the death the death uh deathlock army um body, his brain gets put in there. He was working for Roxanne Oil. So right. Roxanne has been always that underlying company that's always doing things wrong. People, other heroes fight them for a right. storyline, but as a continuous person to deal with Roxanne, and they go by Roxanne Oil, they change their name to Roxanne, uh Roxanne, so R-O-X-X-O-N. I would love to see Cardiac, you know, take on interact with them. Interact with them, you know, as Elias and as Cardiac, they have the means. And it would also maybe now introduce someone that's new to take on Cardiac, his, his own, you know, number one nemesis, so to speak, working on behalf for them. And then you can get into a whole lot of. Don't make it too much environmental stuff. It can be very little, but it, let's keep it really true to what the character is. Corrupt corporations. There you go. And him trying to break it down. why you know, he's seen his methods are seen one way, but his means, you know, his, 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 his end goal is to do something right. It's but, just that he's not going to go through all the red tape. Um, and, you know, and, and try to, Oh, I want to buy the company, reframe the company. No, 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 no. He might try that, but his whole thing is a hard
1: stop. He basically hey, giving that vigilante that Batman type of vigilante yes. thing, in a sense like at night this is what i gotta do when i'm at yes. night when someone I needs to suit, fight yeah
0: someone needs to fight the corporations for the everyday man and that's how he sees him he sees himself like dwayne johnson the people's champ he's the champ to fight the big corporations to try to keep them honest and what other companies are oh, there? I mean, there's, there's evil organizations like Hydra and AIM. That's not what he's going to do, but mm-hmm. Roxanne, Roxanne Oil or Roxanne or, you know, or, uh, uh, whatever the company's going by, that is really a good villain corporation mm-hmm. for him to take on continuously. And because of their resources, all right. That's, that's your ongoing nemesis right there, along with some of those other gang, you know, uh, villains that own companies. Mm-hmm. You know, a shell companies are trying, and he's trying to bring them down, bring them to light, or not even trying to take him to the justice system. He's just trying to stop them.
1: Yeah. That, that's exactly his, his whole goal is just to stop cardiac arrest. Yeah. Uh.
0: <laughs> Clear. Clear. <laughs> so that being said, we've mm-hmm. talked about that. So here, here we go. So one, I'm, I'm just going to say a side note. I would like to see a couple of series done properly i would love to see the original creators come back to do a mini series on cardiac and maybe throwing rocks in the world. that's that's just a that's my hail mary Woo <laughs> pass you know that that's a dream all right now mm. let's get to the point here we're going to talk about it let's say okay how do you want to adapt this rod if you had to turn around and make cardiac today how would you want to see it in one of the formats what format would you see in it in
1: uh, I definitely want to, I want to see it live, you know, definitely with live with at least today's, you know, CGI type of technology of just giving you the imagery. Cause again, another thing we, Barry did say that the pulse that comes out of the staff is like a cardiac type of, you know, up and down. Yes. But another way for anybody to have a, another visual, think of that, but also kind of merge in the eye beams from, um, dark side. Yes. If anybody knows that? That'll be the closest way. because It won't last as long. Like, it's normally these last, not last long. These are shorter, shorter pulses of, you know, interjection. But it does a similar type of thing. So, with that, I would definitely want to see some type of live action one. Um, I had a character, I had a person in my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, let me just go ahead. Yeah. So, I want, I want to mine, um, a series. Okay. Literally give me, give me like at least, uh, two, three series. Now, the reason why, like you're saying, you want Roxanne? I want Roxanne. Um, you're saying Obadiah, whatever. I want even Kingpin. I want, yes.
0: I want, I want,
1: I want to throw in. Cause you know, again, the, the viewpoint I cast from Cardi- Cardiac is that he, like Barry said, he deals with this pocket of people, the criminal minded people, even though you don't hear anybody talk about. I want to bring Norman Osborn. I want to throw in a little Norman Osborn in there. Let's just say per season, he's just chosen to each three seasons: Roxton, Norman, Kingpin, and just just have it, give me three and whatever, because you know they're doing some type of criminal activity. Yeah. And basically, he just basically now turning himself into a, 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 a into a mystery type of storyline. I want I want the show to have that type of mystery. Like, okay, what's going on? Now I'm gonna start putting clues together and trying to figure out what's going on. Give me about a twelve to fifteen episode, and basically just carry it through. It's just be not say generic, but you know that whoever he has his eyes locked on, mm-hmm. that's who he's dealing with. it. Until he gets that task, that mission done, okay? Yeah. gotcha. Okay, I wanted to go with someone who basically can show the the, the acting chops of being someone who is compassion, compassionate. compassionate. Mm-hmm. Because we need to find out. We need someone to, to be able to dig deep and give us a, 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 a three dimensional understanding of what motivated him. His father, his brother passed away, right? No, but like we said earlier, it just wasn't like. He passed away because the cure wasn't available, and then he just kind of like, "Ah, that's it. I'm putting up. and i'm gonna die i'm gonna I'm gonna go and get myself a new outfit. I'm gonna go and do that. No, there had to have been some kind of connection with him and the brother. Mm-hmm. He had to been attempting to find a cure for many times for a long time, maybe going to all these different corporations and just finding out that, okay, you're a little sinister, whatever the case to be. I don't really need to worry too much. I just need to cure. But then you find out, you know, everybody has something. So, anyways, I wanted to go with Sterling Brown, Sterling K. Brown. The name doesn't refresh your memory. He was in, if you know the, the TV show This Is Us. he's oh, a okay. Playing black actor with the glasses. He was also in, um, uh, Wakanda. I mean, uh, in Black Panther. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, runners. yeah. Yes. So he, he's he's he, I want I wanted someone in the sense that I want to give the ability to understand if you're of that particular. So I didn't want anybody young. I wanted someone at least you know seasoned in the sense like of you're course. looking like you're like forties. You're in your mid mid to late forties, mid forties type of scenario. Again, all that time he's been a runner. He's been someone who's actually had his body well tuned already. He's not an athlete per se, but he's okay. always kept himself in good shape type of scenario. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's, that's where the weaving of the vibranium comes in to assist him to give him that little extra, we're passing 10. Oh, we're at 13. We're at 14. Given that extra little juice, that extra type of ability that not the common, the common man would have, but given the ability to keep up, surpass, keep up, surpass Spider-Man and Rhino in those type of fighting you know, activities. So I wanted him because again, And this is us, you know how that story goes from that, that show. He has that, um, has that family values. He understands like he has a connection. He will make, he will make us understand and feel the connection between him and his brother. Give us an understanding where this is what's really motivating me. And then realizing that, wait, other people are going to suffer and be, and maybe neglecting the, the, the resources that they should have to them because these big corporations. Which is undermined and being backed by evil, you know, henchmen, you know, big bosses on the top level or holding it down. That's the reason why he goes against. It. That's his motivation. So I wanted, I wanted him. I could, I could see, I could see Sterling doing that. Again, he's, he's proven, he's proven to us that he has that type of, uh, characteristic to just basically bring that character and just give a little extra clear <laughs> life into him if this is us I like that I like
0: that alright alright that's a good actor though Wow, well well done okay wow wow I, I'm i going I'm going a little bit of a different I guess a different direction so mm-hmm. I agree with you me um, give me a limited series give me give me a limited yeah. series maybe six episodes season doesn't even have to be like 10 12 or whatever a good oh. six season really short limited series right okay. six okay. no more than eight Okay. Um, stole the same thing. Like, I, I, I like how you're saying Norman Osborne, and I think it would, it'd be nice to shine a light on some of the corporate villains <laughs> in the Marvel Universe and bring him in that way. Let him work. Um, I, I would love Roxanne to be, you know, uh, a Roxanne, and Oil, and mm-hmm. Oil to really be the, uh, the driving force yeah. behind a lot of it, right? Let them have exactly. their backroom dealings and trying to take him down and he goes in that way. Okay. So that being said, here, here's the actor I'm going with. It, it's, just, <laughs> you would laugh. I wanted an actor, once again, you said, uh, older, a little bit more seasoned. So I'm not going with a young actor. That's, that's first and foremost. Mm. Uh, I'm going with an actor that is used to action. Uh, an actor that is, um, you know, used to action, an actor that's in, has been in this world ish. Okay. Seeing that it's Marvel, it's part DC. So I'm going with my homeboy, Walter emmanuel jones you might know him as the original black ranger doot, 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 doot. <laughs> <laughs> okay right so i know the character when you look at his stat on marvel he's supposed to be like six foot two six foot five 300 pounds right and the 300 pounds is not so much because of his side size but because he has a mesh in his body got it Mm -hmm. but when you look at a lot of the other heroes that they're using and they're casting these guys are not really representing some of them physically what the characters were if you look at who plays moon knight you know he's not a six foot something character if you look who plays wolverine hugh jackman where he's supposed to be like five foot two hugh jackman is six foot two right okay got. uh robert downey jr is not a six foot something tall man Mm -hmm. so walter is about five five eight you know and that's fine. No, I'm not knocking on the height. I'm just <laughs> saying you're going to get a physical difference. But Walter is a he's he's in his 50s, right? I know he's coming back now to do you know uh, Power Rangers Forever. He's doing that movie. It's coming on Netflix very shortly, or by the time this episode's out, maybe it's already out. So I'm looking forward to watching that. I've seen him act in different things. So forget Power Rangers for half a second. So Power Rangers, he has the physicality part for it he's right. got the martial arts skill he's got the physicality he does all that he's also a dancer in real life walter does competitive dancer uh dancing so he does have that background from ballroom dancing to hip-hop that that is all true to him and and, and he brought that into zach when he played the uh in power rangers right so he's got all that there he he seasoned actor if you look at some of his work in the past he's had work on the shield Mm-hmm. Right? that was a very gritty TV show and he played a gangster in there and that was Michael Chiklis so he's got all that stuff going on I, you he, he, all the time you see Walter he's always smiling most of the time he's always in a good mood that's the characters he plays but when he gets a chance to play someone that's a little bit more serious I don't think we've seen as far as he can go okay. yet but it's there in him and I believe that he can do it so taking that in with that look, is he got maybe a smaller build than what the character is in the comic book? Yes. Mm -hmm. But you put the costume on him, you're going to get some good action sequences with him. Okay. He can, you know, he can play a doctor. He's got, you know, black don't crack. So it's always hard. Right. But you, 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 he can do the hairstyle. You Mm -hmm. put him in a nice suit. Walter is good to go. He can be, he is Elias. And then you're going to get the duality of him dressed as Cardiac playing out those action sequences. So he does have that range. We haven't seen it fully. Mm -hmm. Give him a role to let him have that range. And I think it'd be a nice, pleasant surprise. And, you know, even if you watch some of the original Power Rangers episodes, some of them got very serious. And he played that very well. A lot of people look at Power Rangers, ah, kid show. No, there's a lot more uh, psychological things to it. Good And good on him for Walter for playing it the way he did. So I would love to see Walter come back, okay. you know, in a, in a main role by himself. Like he's the main guy, not part of a team. And that's my Elias right there. So I would do it as a limited series. And if it was to even take off and they want to continue it, I would do it more as an adult-themed cartoon, like Invincible. Got it. Right? Or Hit Monkey. Hit Monkey on Disney. But still keep Walter as the voice. Establish him as the voice actor and let him go forward as the voice actor. Get that Disney money, Walter. Get that Disney money.
1: Got it. Got it. Okay. All right. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean you're right it, it's we're, like the action aspect of it i can definitely agree and say walter would be there so yeah definitely giving him an opportunity because you don't see him doing that type of dramatic type no. of approach that often so so it'd be something that's different so you can give him a different spin on that so definitely that's cool that's yeah cool. and i mean yeah. working on power rangers let's be
0: real it was it was aimed towards kids but he had to be sympathetic in a lot of the times right mm-hmm. when the original team was out there let's be real he was the second in command before we had before tommy came on board the black ranger was second in command when the red ranger was occupied he he was he was the 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 number two guy on the team Mm -hmm. so he can do it he can absolutely do it that's who i'm going with so you know Mm -hmm. as i said walter right now is in his 50s i think he's like 52 uh He's got the physique, he's got the mm-hmm. acting skills, he's still mm-hmm. got the martial arts aspect. You give him a, a quarter staff, let him do the fight sequences in there, and you can bring that up, you know, with some good flashbacks with him. Uh and really, okay, Walter, we're gonna dig deep with your acting skills. Let's go. <laughs> you have it, it's time to show it. Okay. That that's <laughs> who I'm going with. Uh he could be the sympathetic surgeon and the vigilante at night busting people in the head.
1: Yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay, cool. So yours your choice is Walter Jones, and my choice is Sterling K. Brown. That's okay. right. Okay. That's right.
0: So that's what brings us to it. So any last thoughts before we wrap this up, Rod?
1: Um, you know what? Listen, the, the, the character is is a unique one. Um having someone who, as I said, kind of centers around being an anti-hero, but he is his goal slash interaction is always on the corporation that's done the common man wrong he literally is like a modern day robin hood in that that (laughs) so i mean having that type of character in is is in life life stake like definitely you know we definitely want because this is a marvel product an ip we definitely like to see him Uh, have a reference, have some type of presence in the Marvel Universe at some point in time. Uh, but definitely he's someone different. So I would like to see that because it's just a character who you don't see. You don't see, you don't see that type of character that often, right? And again, like, like, and like, and like you said, having, oops, having, uh, Lars, Lars, I mean, Eric Larson's, uh, creation there. Is it's it's a great thing. I mean, because the time that he came out, when the ninety the nineties version of him, the way that suit was set and and created, it looked it looked right. very future futuristic George Jessin ahead of its time at that time, which will very I think will be able to transcend very well into uh, modern day. Like someone could be able to create that outfit and be able to say, yeah, that looks that looks. Okay, that's not. I mean, we, don't have to, we don't have to touch it up too much. We don't have to touch it up too much at all. No, no. If it ain't broke,
0: don't fix it. That's that's 100%. all it is. I agree. Yeah, I agree with you. And the only thing we said, we need a Public Enemy to do the theme song, Fight the Power. There we go. Um, so I'm agree with you in all that. This would bring a different thing. Not every Marvel property or every show needs to be about a superhero. Let's be real. Put, right? Let, let's get in some shades of gray here and let's see what happens. So that's what I'm going with. Um, you know, uh, we'll wrap this show up and they'll say, you know, thank you everyone for tuning in. Remember, like, subscribe and share, rate and review. Mm-hmm. Don't let the show be a secret. We have a Patreon page. We have a, a coffee page. You know, if you want to do a one time tip that helps the show grow for us to buy, you know, new equipment, keep updated and stuff like that. We appreciate it. We appreciate all of you jumping on board and been on this journey with us. We're still going and we're just like, you know, next episode is episode 100. So, uh, uh, we're, we're, yeah, yeah, very excited about that. That being said, remember, this whole world was started with a pencil, a piece of paper, and lots of imagination. Keep on dreaming. We're out. Do it. Don't wait. Come on. Love it.